Looking for natural supplements to boost your immunity? New Roots Herbal can help. Whether it's rebuilding your immunity after an illness or simply maintaining a healthy immune system year-round, New Roots Herbal is here for you with a wide range of proven formulations. Discover Protector, Astralgus 8000, Ultra Zinc, and their best-selling Vitamin C8. If you're looking to build your immunity from within, look no further than New Roots Herbal, available exclusively at your local health food store. To ensure these products are right for you, always read and follow the label. You're listening to an interview taken from the Tonic Talk Show and Podcast. Dr. Ludo Brunel is a naturopathic physician trained at the Canadian College of Naturopathic Medicine in Toronto. Prior to his training as a doctor, he studied human nutrition at McGill University in Montreal. Dr. Brunel has spent the last 17 years helping patients optimize their health through better lifestyle and dietary supplementation. His passion remains educating the public, his patients, and colleagues. Welcome to the show, doctor. How are you? I'm very good, thank you. Thanks for having me today. A pleasure. So, you know, I would love to be able to tell our guests that we don't have to discuss immunity ever again because, you know, it's been a long haul with COVID. But unfortunately, we do still have to, after a year of the pandemic, discuss this. It is still important and people are still concerned about their health, yes? Well, absolutely. Um, Social distancing and masks are definitely a good thing right now with the current pandemic. We want to try to avoid the transmission of this virus. But in the long run, I feel that this may potentially have some detrimental effects on the immunity in our immune system. How so? Well, the immune system basically needs exposure to bacteria and bugs in our environment to develop normally. And one of the problems that we have right now in the developed world is that the rates of autoimmune disease are increasing significantly. Right now in Canada, about 2 million Canadians suffer from autoimmune disease and the rates are increasing for most of those conditions. The basic understanding in terms of why this is happening is explained in what's called a hygiene hypothesis. And basically, a lack of exposure to germs reduces our immune system's ability to identify self and non-self. So not only is the immune system having problems when it comes to not attacking tissues and substances naturally found in our body, it also becomes less effective at just maintaining overall immunity. So the hygiene hypothesis, was this occurring pre-COVID as well? Or are you saying this is as a result of COVID or or it's being exacerbated by COVID? I fear that uh, COVID may exacerbate this trend that we've now been seeing for years and years. So if you look at studies over the last 30 years, we can see, for example, that in Canada, celiac disease, which is considered an autoimmune problem where the body inappropriately reacts to gluten. So celiac disease in Canada has increased the most of all autoimmune conditions. In the last 30 years, the rates have increased more than 30%. So with celiac, though, isn't it part of that that it's just being diagnosed more, though? There is some of that. Obviously, we're getting better and better at diagnosing some conditions, but we have clearly clear research that shows, for example, that People that tend to have more exposure to bacteria, viruses, and bugs in the environment are much less likely to end up with autoimmune dysfunction. So there's both happening, definitely. Okay. So I, I want to be clear, just so people listening aren't, you know, taking the wrong takeaway point. Are you saying that we need to be sick in order to stay healthy? Is it as simple as that? 
It's partly that. So basically, our environment has become cleaner and cleaner. We're not exposed to bugs in the water. Our food supply is, you know, better than it's, it has been in the past. Unfortunately, what we see is that we've paid a price for this. And the price is that, like I was explaining a moment ago, the immune system is not getting the practice that it needs. And we end up with more autoimmune dysfunction and uh, more problems with immunity because of that. There's a lot to be said about normal exposure to bacteria on the ground, for example. Right. And I think, unfortunately, we're more and more inside. And, of course, in Canada, we have the winter. And so exposure to microbes naturally found in the environment, in the soil, exposure is constantly decreasing. And the immune system starts misfiring and attacking things that it shouldn't. So are you advocating for more gardening? Should we all be getting nice and dirty in our backyards? For sure, there's different things, right? Like people that own pets, for example, are less likely to have issues. Children in larger families, so the youngest, they're less likely to have problems because uh, the idea is the older children are more likely to come home sick and then pass on those infections. But of course, there's some things we don't want to catch, right? COVID being the prime example, very aggressive, very nasty bug. And so that's not what we want to get exposed to. But harmless bacteria and other things in our environment, you know, there's benefits to that. Having said that, you don't need to go outside and play in the dirt. We do know from well-established research that using probiotics can give us very similar benefits in terms of training the immune system. Probiotics, the name says it, beneficial bacteria. Those bacteria make their way to your gut. And then the immune system in our gastrointestinal tract and get practice with those bacteria, and we end up reducing the risk of all kinds of health problems related to the immune system. Are our bodies' immune systems triggered to the same extent, like a measured probiotic, as they would if, for example, you got some dirt in a cut? Like, is it, is it the same process, or, or is it a little bit different? It's a little bit different. Some of the bacteria may be similar. Of course, we want to get some exposure to things that are not going to harm us. So right. Probiotics, that's very controlled. If you get a cut, you know, you could get exposed to tetanus or some other nasty bug that could make you sick. With probiotics, of course, it's a lot more controlled. And taking probiotics brings some bacteria and helps maintain a normal gut microbiome. Mm-hmm. Of course, these bugs need to get to your intestines, and it's important to choose an enteric-coated probiotic for that reason. Research clearly shows that a lot of the bacteria and probiotic have a hard time surviving the acidity of the stomach. And so with an enteric-coated product, you know the, that product is only released when it reaches the small intestine. And so it's a proven method to increase the effectiveness of those products. So what is enteric coating? An enteric coated uh, probiotic usually has an, an outside shell or film that will only dissolve and release the uh, product once it reaches a certain pH. So for example, there's probiotics on the market right now that have an enteric coating that will only disintegrate when the pH reaches 5, so a more alkaline pH than what's found in the stomach. Mm-hmm. The idea is that capsule stays intact in the stomach, and then once the pancreatic juices are released into the small bowel, the acidity is neutralized, and then the probiotics are released through this enteric coating. 
it's kind of interesting to think of something that could resist stomach acid, right? Because like if you've ever had sort of like an acid reflux burp or something like that, like it's, it's pretty harsh, right? So our stomach acid can pretty much eat through anything. It's interesting to me that it doesn't eat through the enteric coating. Mm-hmm. Yeah, specifically formulated specifically to prevent that from occurring. But you're right, most things will be destroyed by the stomach acid, especially when it comes to bacteria. It's our yeah. first line of defense to prevent bacteria from causing infections. In this case, though, we need that bacteria in our small and large intestines where it has its effect. And so the enteric coating is very useful for that specific reason. Okay, so that's probiotics. What about our mm-hmm. diet? Is there anything that we can eat that will help us with our immunity? Yeah, for sure. There's several factors that are really important when it comes to protecting your immune system. What we eat, of course, is fundamental. One of the biggest problems we have in Canada is our intake of fruits and vegetables. And so the recommendations is that men and women should get between 8 and 10 servings of fruit and vegetables a day. Currently, men do very poorly, and uh, less than a third of men get five servings of fruits and vegetables a day. Now, with fruits and vegetables, of course, they're very rich in different nutrients, but they also are chock full of fiber, and the fiber is what feeds probiotics. Those bacteria need food to survive, and the fiber that's found in fruits and vegetables can be broken down by those bacteria. It helps us release more nutrients from the fiber that's otherwise not digestible, but it also helps those probiotics or beneficial bacteria colonize and establish themselves in the microflora of our intestinal tract. Okay. But you're not advocating for eating dirty food, right? Getting back, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm fixating on the earlier part of our conversation, but you, you know, you're not recommending in order to like vary the biome to start eating moldy cheese, for example, right? Like, like we still have to eat, no. we still have to eat clean food as it were, right? For sure, yeah. Food poisoning can be very serious. And so certainly we're not advocating that people start eating food that's you know, past its prime, but we do want to try to increase exposure to some healthy bacteria so that we can decrease some of the problems that we're seeing with the immune system currently. Right. And if you're not getting enough fiber in your diet, there's ways to supplement. Absolutely. There's different products available that contain fiber. There's some probiotics that also have fiber included with the product, but typically the best way is take a probiotic that's enterically coated and then make sure that you're taking it with food that has fiber in it. Are all fibers created equal? Like they're soluble and insoluble? Like from your perspective, does it matter? So both are very important. They have slightly different roles in our body. The insoluble fiber, meaning that it doesn't dissolve in water, is more roughage. So it helps with motility. It helps to maintain regularity. The insoluble fiber, both will help, by the way, probiotics thrive, but the insoluble fiber is more, creates this gel in the intestinal tract, and it's the one that helps more with things like blood sugar control, cholesterol levels, and also helps, of course, to maintain a healthy gastrointestinal tract that's full of healthy bacteria. Okay, so we've talked about supplementing with probiotics and fiber itself. What else will help us with immunity? What other supplements might we consider? Well, there's all kinds of supplements that are known to boost the immune system. Mm -hmm. Uh, Vitamin D is one of the key nutrients, especially in Canada, simply because lots of Canadians simply are not getting enough. The main source of vitamin D is sun exposure. 
And unfortunately, in Canada, in the wintertime, the sun is simply not high enough in the sky, and it has to go through too much of the atmosphere, and we lose the rays that allow us to synthesize vitamin D in our skin. And that's why currently about a third of Canadians have vitamin D levels that are basically considered to be deficient, so simply not enough. Uh, vitamin D, it's important to take year-round. It's a very inexpensive supplement, and it offers protection both from infections but also autoimmunity because vitamin D is more of an immunomodulator. It helps to balance the immune system. And so it's certainly something that uh, most Canadians should consider. Seniors are particularly vulnerable to vitamin D deficiency. They, we basically have a harder time producing vitamin D in the skin as we get older. People with darker skin, people that are inside more, obviously, um, need to supplement with vitamin D. Okay, so you, you mentioned older Canadians. Are there other supplements that the older Canadians might consider for their immunity? For sure. So older populations tend to have more problems with uh, micronutrient deficiencies. So things like zinc, for example, selenium uh, tend to be lower. And, you know, those nutrients are really important for normal immune function. There's also research showing that they can help with vaccinations. They help to make sure that people produce the antibodies needed to protect them after a vaccine. And so zinc is certainly something to consider. There's also what we call adaptogens. One of the classic ones is called astragalus. Astragalus is a plant and it basically helps to balance the immune system. It's also been shown to help reduce stress and anxiety or improve our ability to cope with stress. And so right now with what's been happening and people feeling isolated, it can certainly help both for mental health, but also for the immune system. Okay, it's interesting. You know, I would have thought that Health Canada would have been encouraging everybody to take their zinc if it helps with producing antibodies, right? Like we're, we're all in a rush now to get our, our pricks and, and, and get healthy. I think it would be helpful if there was this collateral information that was sort of uh, spurring us along uh, to maximize the benefits of the vaccines. I totally agree with you. I think that um, basically the government has taken the approach of focusing on avoidance strategies, right? So wearing masks, washing hands, social distancing. Uh, not a lot has been uh, mentioned in terms of other things that we can do to reduce negative outcomes if we do catch a virus like COVID. Right. And so some of the key things there to look at are maintaining a healthy weight, not smoking, being physically active, eating enough fruits and vegetables, and avoiding the overconsumption of alcohol. So all those things we know really reduce the risk of ending up with a chronic disease. And uh, patients with chronic disease, as we know, have been hit the hardest when it comes to COVID-19 infections. Okay, so for those interested in perhaps getting supplementation, we have time for one last question, and that is, do you have any recommendations for what they should go and look for? For sure. You can go to your local health food store and get advice there. Uh, in my practice, I always recommend New Roots Herbal products in full confidence, knowing that their products are tested in an ISO-accredited lab, which basically helps to ensure potency and effectiveness of the raw materials, but also the finished products that they're using. But certainly there's different options in health food stores, and that's typically where I'd send patients to get some of these products. Fantastic. Well, thank you so much for coming on the show today. Thank you very much for having me. Have a great day. That was Dr. Ludo Burnell, 